Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey there, I'm the Cap. I've got the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski. I'm Mike Kapler, and this is the Growing in Grace podcast, brought to you, by the way, by the letter F for finished work. <laughs> right on, buddy. <laughs> right on, right on. I'll go with that one. Sounds a little kooky to me. <laughs> the letter F. Finished. <laughs> Could be the letter T for telestai, or however you pronounce that, the Greek word. Oh, yes. For yes. it is finished. I know I pronounced it wrong. Well, let's start over. <laughs> Just kidding. You, you need it's to brush up on your Greek, man. We are, well, it's all Hebrew to me. <laughs> I need more of an anointing, I think. You don't, for how you don't to hear many it. people say that. Uh, that's that's Hebrew to me. Yeah, I know. That's right. Because it's all Greek to them, but it's all Hebrew to me. <laughs> At least it's not Latin. Don't even get me started on Latin. But I need, I need an, an anointing, a special anointing if I want to speak Greek. I need the Holy Spirit to come upon me in order to do that. <laughs> well... Should we should we pray for that to happen? <laughs> okay, we're making fun. We're making light of something serious that we have well, to talk about today. We, we we are in a way, but there is a there is a point to it. Of course, we're not we're not making fun in the sense that we're being irreverent, right? Right. We're being um, we're godly irreverence. <laughs> <laughs> No, now cut that out. <laughs> okay, take six. <laughs> All right, let's let's get on something here before people wonder look, about us and do start yeah, to pray for look, us. <laughs> you 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 podcast listeners out there, you listen to us now. We're just two guys talking here, okay? And we're just we're not, we're not necessarily always here to try to just. Uh, hammer down a piece of doctrine or something against what you've learned in church and try and get you thinking the right way. That, that's really not what this ministry is meant to be about. But we will challenge some things perhaps that are of the typical mindset. And our goal is to at, l at least to get you, if, if, not move, if it's not to get you to move to a completely different perspective and paradigm, then it's at least meant to help get you thinking a little bit differently or at least to reconsider some of what you may have held as something very sacred in your belief system. So one of those things is inviting God to come into our presence. And this is done in a variety, a variety of different ways. Sometimes it could be in your own personal time with God, uh, or it, you know, during prayer or some other situation, uh, it could be within a group at the, at the Bible study at church. I mean, there's any number of different ways in which this can unfold, but frequently I think Joel, we as believers have fallen into this dubious habit of just asking God to come 
asking him to show up, asking him to, you know, come into our presence and manifest himself. And you know, I'm trying to come up with all kinds of catchphrases here, but this is a, a frequent occurrence because we, we feel the need to do this. Even though within our heart of hearts, we know, right, that God never really leaves us. So how do you reconcile these things, Joel, where the Spirit is always with us, and yet we feel the, the need or the tendency to, to invite the Spirit of God in our midst? Right, yeah. And, 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 and I know what people mean when, when they say that, or, well, what they're really asking, what people want to see is a manifestation of God. They want to see God do something, or in many cases, they want to feel something, their life may be bland or dry or dull, and they're looking to the Holy Spirit to move in a big way. And so somehow they've got this idea that the Holy Spirit has gone off somewhere, and they're asking him to come, please show up, please, you know, come Holy Spirit, and then I'll get this emotional release, and then everything will be good again. Or in many cases, they do believe that the Holy Spirit is with them all the time, which is the truth. Christ is in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. He has come to dwell in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We don't go to a temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives in us. And so he's never gone anywhere. But yet uh, we're looking for him to do something, whether it's, you know, f whether we've got a request you know, Paul says, bring your requests to God, or whether we want to see miracles or whether we want to see healings and, and God do something big. And somehow we think we've got to ask him into our presence as if, as if indeed there's a part of him that has gone away somewhere and we need to ask the right things, ask the right questions, invite him to come and, and do something. And where we're coming at with this, for one thing, I just want to say, no matter how you speak to God, your terminology, if you ask him, come Holy Spirit, or if, or if you don't, it's not going to hamper what the Lord does in and through you. Your terminology, you know, God understands you, but we, we want to clear up this idea that the, that the Holy Spirit has gone somewhere and that we need to invite him, because he is always in us and with us, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing is always in us. It abides in us, John says. It abides in us. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go and come and come and go. It's always in us, and God is always at work in us. And a lot of times, it's not something big or huge or emotional. Uh, a lot of times, it's just in the, the daily loving and serving of other people. And sometimes we get this mixed up with God's got to always be doing something big and emotional. Uh, when he's just he's in us all the time. Yeah, and what you were re referring to, at least one one reference, First John chapter two. As for you, he says, the anointing which you received from him abides in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you abide in him. So we have this scenario where we abide in Christ. There, there are actually more references to us abiding in him 
than he in us. But this is this is a great combination, Christ in you, the hope of glory, right? But many references in New Covenant scriptures that, that refer to us in him. And that's a concept that might be a little harder for, for people to picture. In Christ, Christ in us, it's a combination thing. But you see, when we're in him, we're completely enveloped with his with his presence and his life, and and uh, we're surrounded by it, and it abides in us. This this anointing, we're we're now empowered to move forward in a supernatural way. It may or may not always lead to special manifestations of of God's spirit and and power, but it's there. It's always with us, and I think as we become more aware of this, then we'll begin to see more of uh, outward flow and manifestation of, of the Spirit of God in, in the lives of people um, and, and being able to help other people. But if we have this mindset that, okay, yeah, God's always with me, but he kind of comes and goes when it's with the anointing. Sometimes he's on me, sometimes he's not. You know, when, when we start inviting God to come into our presence, it leaves people with the impression after the gathering is over or after the prayer time is over, it leaves us with the impression that if God can come, he can also depart when that's all done. And that's the wrong mindset to have, and it might lead us perhaps a little bit astray in, in thinking that we need to somehow do something to, to stir God up to move in our lives again. So a couple of, couple of things that we're just throwing out to try and get you into a different mindset here. Yeah, and one of the big things that that happens when you have the mindset, the when, when someone teaches or preaches that the Holy Spirit will uh, come upon us and then he'll and then he'll depart we get this idea that the Holy Spirit only works in like I mentioned before these big things like miracles uh, healings prophecy and and even preaching and teaching and and he does do that um, but we get this idea that we have to have this special anointing each time it happens. And then, it, like you were saying, that it, then then it goes away. But we get this idea that God only does these big things, and we we miss out the fact that in in our daily lives, like I was saying before, just in in loving each other and serving each other, the Spirit of God is at work in us. First Corinthians twelve says, "There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit." This is talking about the body of Christ, which is one body made up of, of many different parts. It says there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 4, 5, and 6. And then in verse 11, it says, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so in the body of Christ, we do have healings, we do have miracles, we have tongues, we have all kinds of big, outward, emotional things that the Holy Spirit does. And at the same time, in the very same body, we have people who, you know, maybe your ministry is when somebody has a baby or maybe somebody has a death in the family, you will make a meal and bring that over to somebody, or maybe somebody you know does this. That's the Holy Spirit at work in you, not through teaching, not through preaching, not through a word of knowledge, but simply through serving somebody else. And it's not as if the Holy Spirit had gone somewhere and then, oh, 
Now he's directing you to make a meal. So he comes upon you and you make this meal and then you bring that over to the people and then the Holy Spirit leaves. No, it's just the, the point we're making here. And it's the same with tongues. It's the same with a word of knowledge. It's the same with healing. The Holy Spirit is in you at all times and he happens to manifest himself in many different ways, in many different people, lots of diverse ways, but it's he's always with you. He's never gone anywhere. About a minute left if you have any final thoughts, Ken. Well, although you know it does provide a buffer while you might be thinking about what to say when you pray, I think my exhortation would be stop asking God to come. Uh, again, the, the invitation rule, uh, if you think uh, God can come, he can also depart. Uh, that just isn't true. And if you think God comes and goes with some sort of special anointing that sometimes isn't upon you, how do you know when it's there? And, and if that leaves you in a place of wondering, gee, I wonder if God's upon me right now. You shouldn't have to be wondering that. <laughs> you shouldn't have to wonder if the anointing is there with you. It abides in you. What could be better than that? <laughs> what could be better than that? So, I think, uh, hey, God, come here for a minute. Throw that out the window. I think his response would be, hey, I'm already here. You know, I'm already here. I think we can talk some more about this because I, I, I think we, we've got some, some other things to add to this, Joel. So let's shoot for that next week. I hope you can join us. Growingingrace.org is where you'll find all of our past archived programs. Thanks for listening. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.